Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris from the Chronicles of Man. And on today's episode, I'm sitting down with uh, Allison, a local entrepreneur here in Austin and, and a friend. And we talk about a couple different things. But because today was Thursday, October 22nd, 2020, we, uh, we just finished watching the presidential debate. And because we're not on the same side when it comes to our candidates, we, uh, we get into who we're voting for and why. So it gets a pretty uh, interesting. But uh, check it out. Through the ages, man has battled, bled, conquered, and evolved. Pioneers blazing new trails for themselves and for all they came after. They are fathers, brothers, sons, husbands, mentors, and students, a gentleman and a warrior. And now we see a new frontier, a great awakening, where mind, body, and spirit become one. This is the Chronicles of Man. Today. So today was a good day. There's been a lot of uh, changes in the, the company and the business as far as like flexibility and structure. So um, was discovering a new routine. Just been on the wake up at, you know, 530 in the morning, do the same shit, try to like beat the clock to get to work at 9 a.m. to like sign on to Zoom and same old, same old, whatever. Um, mm. And, you know, it, the lack of flexibility from what I was used to in the last previous years, previous to COVID, it it just, it, it, it like really like, it tears me down a little bit. Um, and I've kind of like had a mental battle with myself almost every day for the last, you know, couple of months. Mm-hmm. And uh, today was my first like full day where we, because yesterday I finally put my foot down and um, inserted a little bit of power and was like, hey, we just need to like just cut this whole Zoom thing um, and just like let everyone like go and just spread their wings and kind of do their own thing. And for the first time I was like, oh, cool, I can like get my stuff done and pay attention to my dogs and you know, go about my day on my own time because I can organize myself. I can manage my own time and I'm not having to look over every single person's, uh, you know, task and micromanage. And it was just like, this is not what I want to do. This is like completely capping my creativity. And it really puts, Mm -hmm. uh, it just kind of stresses me out. Um, so it's probably why I'm here right now. (laughs) (laughs) No. So yeah, you talked about mental stress and it, what's funny is that when I was building Canvas, and this is a brand that I've been working on for a number of years now. I think, did you ever come to one of the events that I put together? Uh, what year Probably, was this? This is maybe two, two and a half, maybe. I don't think so. The last time we like really, really hung out was like four or five years ago when you were still working for the dentist. Oh, wow. Thing. That, that whole was thing. a minute ago. Yeah, I like popped up on my Facebook. I was like, "Fuck, man, it's been a long time." What, what did we? I don't remember what we did. What? We went to like Steiner Ranch or something to go eat, and and I was looking at properties and stuff. This is like when I had left the company I'd worked for previously to start my own thing. So before I even working, before I was doing what I'm doing now. No, I remember that. I remember yeah. like you transitioning out, and then you did commercial financing for a little bit, and then yeah, you, that's was actually the financing first, and then doing my thing, and then. No. Well, I just feel like you were talking about mental stress um, because, well, I call I call them golden handcuffs. You can have yourself in a situation where, you know, you can make some money 
and you, and you're doing well for yourself, by the way. Very successful. I'm proud of you, actually, how uh, you've been able Thank to you. accomplish uh, what you've done so far in your life at, at a fairly young age, by the way. And um, but what what happens? And you're basically kind of telling me exactly what I was already thinking about. Just the general public and kind of where society's at today is that you 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 find an opportunity to make money and you start pursuing those channels and then. You start making money, and then you get, let's say, a car and a house and all that, and you got these bills coming in. But then at some point in life, you're like, you know what? This fucking sucks. I don't want to do this. This is not yeah. what I signed up for. And I f- that's and so that mentality has been my entire life, like um, corporate America. Well, college, right? And then mm-hmm. kind of thinking about what am I going to do? And I wanted to be an engineer at first, and I was always good at math. And then I, I went. I did like a shadow day. And with an engineer, and I'm like, this fucking sucks. I don't want to sit behind a computer all day yeah. doing math equations. And, like, I just did not want to do that. And then so I was like, what do I want to do? I'd start having those questions when I was, like, my second year in college. I was like, marketing. I wanted marketing because you go out and you possibly sell. And always can dictate what your income is going to be instead of somebody telling you what you're going to do. Exactly. But then I, I did advertising, and I was I liked it, and it was cool. And we did TV, radio, print, all that stuff. And it was exciting. But then I still, even there, had that itch. Like, man, I don't want to be here. This is kind of shitty. And yeah. I was still, I was, I was working for, you know, I think that point was Bromley and, and showing up, you know, in, in ways where I'm like, I, I'd rather be in creative. I'd rather be doing copywriting. I'd rather be in production. And it happened to me at such a quick state. Like, I was in there for like a year, and I was already having these, like, itchings of, like, doing something else. And then I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. And so I started talking to the production manager, the, the guy that was the main exec producer, just to get out of account management because I was just talking to clients all day, and it was so pathetic. And so I started pursuing this channel of just let me do something else. And it took me a long time to get to where I'm at now. But what I'm where I'm at now is, is what I just want to do. I, don't, I just want to do stuff that I want to do. That's You see what I'm saying? No, like um, I feel like we're at the same impasse as well. Just, I've probably in the last two months or so, really like towards the end of the summer, like what? Like all, like I kind of, I've attained all my goals that I had put in my head, like for the, my last like, you know, five-year goals. Like, okay, I want to live in a high rise. I want to have a Range Rover. I want to have all these expensive clothes and all these expensive, you know, um, handbags and all this stuff, like do that whole thing. And then I got it and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, this is, this is nice, but this is not really doing anything. This is not doing anything for me. Right. So, you know, um, and I think when COVID happened and just like kind of being at home and really like being able to like self meditate and being, be a little bit more aware of, okay, what really does matter? Um, I was like, these, these things, like I, I need to, I need to, reassess and and put some new new goals in place and i've and not that there's anything wrong with those material things because they were they were milestones they were goals they were things that i wanted to do and i knew that you know i did it okay cool now let's take a step back and what are my next goals Mm -hmm. um and there's a couple of you know materialistic things that are there yeah i want to buy a house and Mm -hmm. um i want to make more money but i want to make more money so i can you know, do other things for, you know, other people or for my family mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and it's not necessarily to just do materialistic things for myself. Um, and just really just to be 
like love what I do, which I love what I do right now, but I know I want to do more. Um, so that's why I was, like I brought up earlier, like the flexibility, having that flexibility allows me to do what I'm doing right now and add a little bit extra, like, okay, now I can start pursuing my own thing that I try to do four or five years ago. I just didn't have the capability didn't have, you know, the financial stability and I didn't really have any of the experience or knowledge like I do now. So where I can just like, boom, 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 knock it out. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, but I, I totally feel you on that. Like, yeah, so that's where I've, and that's why I, when I go hindsight 2020 and I look at college and I'm like, I get a little bit bitter. Like y'all didn't do a damn thing for me. And probably for 80% of people that go to college, it's like they teach conformity. They teach mm-hmm. um, how to be a part of a organization or yeah. how to get a, uh, a, a, and I'm talking even, I, I got a business degree and it's like, they didn't really teach you how to become an entrepreneur and, and discover mm-hmm. emerging markets. No. At all. Mm-mm. And you got uh, a degree or two, correct? Yeah, I have an MBA as well. So same thing, just... Did you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no. You have an MBA. Did you get the feeling that they they want to be... you? They didn't push you to become an entrepreneur. No. They push you to be a, a team player. Which, which Which would make sense because we were essentially being run by corporations. And mm-hmm. it did make sense because at that time, what? I guess when I first started undergraduate... You know, I was working with T-Mobile and then AT&T and then Verizon. So it was like part of this part of this like corporate infrastructure where this is what I need to do. And like I'm on the right path. This is exactly what Mm -hmm. I should be doing because this is everything my parents want me to do. And which, you know, I I'm still grateful for all of those experiences in the corporations and grateful for all of, you know, the. Everything that I learned in college it didn't make sense then it makes sense now and i it was more that more so these are the things that i should not be doing in the business that i'm running now and in my future businesses that i want to you know um foresee uh but yeah you're absolutely right and and it's it's funny you bring it up because i didn't even really think about it that way and it's like yeah they absolutely everything was team oriented like to work together which I understand, but it was really who are you working together for, mm-hmm. for the big man, right? It's so that you're still under control. Exactly. Like they don't want anybody to step out into the uh, to the realm of the unknown yeah. to where it's like you become this mega billionaire because you become a threat to the establishment. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, 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 I and I've always been a conspiracy theorist since I was three years I'm old. I'm all there. Okay. So I've always questioned. I've always been the mm-hmm. kid in in first grade going like, but why? Mm-hmm. But why? Why? And even at those age, like when I was that young, I was still when I would get an answer that didn't make sense, I would still push back going, that doesn't make any sense. And it's people like you and I that become a problem in the uh, in the system because it's like we put a wrench into that little spoke, and mm-hmm. they're like, well, hold on, man, just. Just do what you're supposed to do, and there'll be no problems. No, I maybe I don't want problems. Maybe because for me, and I've, and I've been so close to the veil of just always having this spiritual element, and I'm I'm being very serious because I mean, since I was a young kid, um, just the whole element of spirituality was very real to me because I would get attacked at night by these entities that I didn't know what they were. Maybe it was the house, maybe it was the land. I don't know, but I know it was real. Right, so I already knew at a very young age that the physical realm is not exactly one hundred percent. There's mm-hmm. other elements in, intertwined, 
in this dimension that, you know, if you go in a different route, you could get somewhat attacked, you know, and then that was a very real part of my life. And so you start to live this narrow track and figure out, okay, so how, how do I make sure that I, I live a life that I'm not going to get harassed, but I'm still achieving happiness. I still see what I deem as success and somehow some way that's going to fit into the realm of society and how they define success. And at a young age, you, you kind of start to take people's opinions and your family's opinions and you think, okay, well, they think that's success. So maybe I'll go that route. And then you go that route. And I'm talking like college. Like, of course. I didn't really want, I mean, I was a guy that hardly didn't want to do my homework. I'm somewhat lazy, but God blessed me with a brain that I could at least figure out what the answers were and I would still pass. I was always having these, I went to college four years, whatever, but it wasn't really like I didn't care. I just wanted to get the degree so I could say I did it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No. And then you go into a co- uh, career and you're trying to, I was pursuing advertising. I thought that was going to make me happy and that was miserable. I'm like, this sucks. Um, I'm, I like TV s- spots and I like radio spots and edit suites and that was cool. But it wasn't like fulfilling to me. So then I was like, you know what? Screw it. Uh, and then I'm getting married. I had a son. I'm like, I got to pay the bills. And during that time period of paying the bills, living that life, uh, I felt so stifled. Like my soul was like, get, I just, yeah. I want to do something else. And so I'm like, okay, I love my son, like beyond belief. Maybe her and I weren't exactly the right partnership and I'm okay with that, but I want to achieve the best in life. And I really mean that with all sincerity. I, I'm not trying to do that for drama effect. I'm like, I just want to be happy to know that my spirit and my soul is going to be at ease every day of my life. Mm-hmm. I would never, ever, like, when, when I was in dental, and you're talking about when I was in dental, yeah. and I was thinking about making a move to make more money, and, and my buddy was like, hey, bro, listen, I got you a job at the Dell, and you work at Dell, you make probably 90 grand a year, and I was like, for a second, entertaining it, I'm like, all right, well, just give me a day in the life, just kind of give me the, the, the breakdown. Well, you, you, you go to the, the campus, Dell campus, and you, you go to this uh, department, and you sit in a cubicle, and you make phone calls all day. I was like, Fuck no. I will never do that. That is not in my DNA. You know what I mean? Like, And that's why you're an entrepreneur because you say how you just mentioned earlier that you, I guess you go against the grain. Like you're, you're at, you're always asking why, why, why I want to know the answer. And right. that's what an entrepreneur is. You're, you're finding out solutions. Like you're getting problems and you're solving them. Right. And, and that's, the, more, nobody, that's nobody, the most exciting part. And nobody, and no, but a lot of people don't want to do that. They want to be given the answer. Here you go. Tell Here me what to go. do, boss. Same thing. Same thing. But that's, and that's okay because we need somebody to work for us, right? right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but for those who have that, that, uh, yearning for something more, it, it, the worst place to be is a nine to five oh, where you're like given instructions and, this is what time you take a break. And then, hey, how come you were two minutes late from your bathroom break? I'm like, fuck off. Like, this, that's, that, dude, yeah. like, I can't take a shit for a little bit longer than what you expect to me. It, for me, I feel like it's such a, a shot at, at the fact that you're just, you're a little kid. I need to babysit you because you don't know what's best for you. Go take your break. It was longer than five minutes. Oh, dude, it's the worst thing in the world for yeah. to, to be felt like you're just... An idiot, a bumbling idiot that needs someone to tell you what to do. It's so hard, but like eye-opening to hear you say that because that those were the struggles that we were dealing with in the last you know month or so with the company. Because 
we had gone essentially to that nine to five, you know, just that very like structured, um, like ideal. And, but it was absolutely, I mean, it was necessary at the time. So, I mean, I'm not trying to like dog it or anything. It was needed, but after a certain amount of time and even the employees specifically like towards me, like said not to me, but to one of the managers, you know, why are they treating us like kids? And it's like, Oh shit. Like, do I really sound like that? Like I'm, you know, and I felt like a parent cause I'm just like, no, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. Like do it this way. Like it's the right way. It's the right way. And I'm like, like, no, like, and I'm, and I'm realizing I'm that person capping their creativity. Like, and, and, but you learn from the best though, right? You went to college and yeah. that's what they told you what to do it's to like, become a manager. Shit. And, and he, you look at the word human resource. That's like that, that in and of itself has an issue. Like humans aren't resources. Humans are beings, and, and they are just living. They're experiencing life as a soul. So when, when, when a company or a corporation calls somebody a resource, like, that's, like, debilitating. Like, no, I'm not a resource. You know, I'm, like, something special. So at least for me, it, it, if I get to that point where I have a team, and I've had a couple of teams in the past, and I've, to be honest, I've always grown whatever company I've been a part of, but I always picked the wrong company. It was the dental lab was a mom and pop and I was growing it fast. And I had about six people that I hired and everything was going smooth. And then I had one individual, the mom of the mom and pop, uh, started getting some, some jealousy factors coming in, started destroying what I was creating and firing people left or Chris, you got to fire this person for what? Because she said this, I was like, Oh my God, this is ridiculous. This is like a high level of insecurity where you start to think, you know what, achieving your success of what society considers success there's all other factors that come into play whenever you're a part of an organization or a company or a small business. And I'm like, I got to do my own thing. I, this is like years ago. And when I was in dental, I'm like, I got to do my own thing. I can't just tie myself to some ship where I don't know where he's trying to take this damn thing. I need to create my own direction. So yeah. I, I, you have to figure out how to bring out the best in people, how to make sure that they're happy every day. It's, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, that is the ultimate and primary goal every single day because if especially in a small business if somebody's not happy like ship's gonna sink for sure i know i've been that unhappy person just it's it's tough but it's It's understanding who they are yeah right and that and that comes in the interview process and understanding what type of personality they are and what what are their goals and ambitions and so from the very beginning if you already know what kind of holes you need to kind of fill in your organization, you know, you just look for those types of personality types. And then you, I mean, for me, I, I feel like there's a couple of different factors you look at first that I would look at is character. Like, I don't care how smart you are. Yeah. I really don't give a shit because if you're an asshole and you're trying to connive someone from something and you're smarter than me, well, you're going to fuck me over one way or another. So it's always going to be character. And I know if I can trust you and you have integrity, then the next thing is, is intellectual. Like, are you, are you smart enough, right? Because then I know that you can handle the job that I'm going to give you, right? And then third is personality, so that I know that your personality type can mesh with what already what, what I've already established, what what group I've already put together. So you're looking at those things, but always for me, it's always going to be character because if I can't trust you, I don't want you in my group. Like I can't. Like when I hired this one girl when I was in dental, and she for the first two weeks called in like four times. I'm like. 
this is no, this is not acceptable. And they felt like, well, you know, I was sick and then it was a car thing. And I'm like, and they thought that we would just keep on like, okay, what's all right. And now third week, I'm like, you know what? Don't even come in. What's going on? No, no, just, and I see for me, I'm like, at that point, it was character. I didn't look at her character and her resume looked like, oh, you might be a little bit lazy, but let me overlook it because you've got a breadth of experience and a college degree. It doesn't matter half the time. So that's interesting that you bring up all those points and I'd hate to like move into something in a different direction, but I did notice, and obviously I read your post on Facebook, (laughs) but you strongly emphasizing as uh, as your primary thing here as character. Right. And so why why and how can you support Trump if that is important f- factor for you when trying to hire someone to work for you as a business owner? So I mean there's a couple of things that come into play when you look at Donald J Trump and um and I'll I'll go back further a little bit um i've never voted for anybody for any office ever period and and so when and the reason being is because probably 15 20 years ago i uh i realized that the whole system was rigged oh i'm right here with you this is only my second time i've ever voted and so for me i i try to figure out okay and, but it started and I'm going to get to your question, but I wanted to understand. I want you to have a feeling for where I'm coming from um, foundationally, like why I don't trust the system, right? Okay. started with me in the healthcare system and when I was in my early 20s, and I ended up getting sick because of a doctor that didn't know what the hell she was talking about. And so when, when I put my trust into somebody and I'm like, this is what I'm experiencing. I don't know. I was in college. I was at UTSA. And... I um, I got sick, and she prescribed some antibiotics, and I was like, well, okay, that's fine, but whatever, I'll try it. And I took it for like, I think it was a seven-day protocol. It got better, and then it got worse. And she was like, no, well, here's another one. I'm like, yeah, but why did it come back if, well, maybe you just needed to take it for a longer period. So then I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And I was just trusting her, and I was still young like an idiot. Took the second dose of antibiotics, and it was a full-spectrum I think it's erythromycin or something, the the big one that covers all. A Z-pack? No. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It with an A. Mm-hmm. A, a Z-thromycin. Anyways, second one, I got better, but then it got worse. And I was like, damn, I got sick again after the whole. Well, here's a third one. I'm like, but the, the first two didn't work. Why would I do a third one? No, no. Uh, Chris, you'd understand that some of these things, and, and I didn't do research into antibiotics and how it affects your DNA, yeah. how it affects your gut biome, how it affects your lymph node. I'm telling you, like, I learned the hard way because on the third set, on, like, the third day, the whole system just crashed. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, went to her, like, what's going on? My whole, like, I can't even digest food. And for... Four, five, six, seven years maybe. I had to learn how to cleanse my, like fix myself because every doctor that I talked to just said it was in my head. Like it's not in my head. I just can't digest food. It's not breaking it down. Come to find out, I, I learned about uh, probiotics. I learned about bifidus. I learned about bacteria that you need in your body mm-hmm. that I had none. Like the whole system was bankrupt, right? 
And it was because of a doctor that was just an idiot. So I learned alternative health at a very young age because I was forced to. Because if I, if I didn't do my research, I probably wouldn't be here right now. And I'm being serious. And so at that point, I'm like, this whole system is jacked. What? This healthcare system is, does not make any sense. No. I just lost my mom to breast cancer um, the year that I was actually just getting sick. And um, saw her pass away from chemotherapy. But it was all a part of it, too, because I was in the middle of that whole tribulation of, like, being sick, trying to get better, and knowing that this doctor didn't know what she was talking about. And other doctors telling me that I didn't know what I was talking about. And they just said, no, it's just in your head. And it's like, no, it's not in my head. It's, shit's broken right now. And, you, and you're not giving me any answers. So, and then I lost my mom. And so I'm like, you know what? This whole system is jacked. And I started doing deep diving research into healthcare. And I realized how big pharma doesn't give a shit about you. No. And I'm telling you the honest truth. When you understand how the Rockefellers owned that shit since the early 1900s and how they created pharmaceuticals from the excess bullshit from chemical weapons that they just have sitting in the storage, right? And this is, I mean, anybody, I don't care if people believe me. It's the truth, right? They, they had stuff sitting there like, well, you know what? Make it a product that you can use for cancer, there's so many things that work for cancer that we're not talking about right now because they control the system. Um, uh, you're, you are like preaching everything that my dad has taught me since I can remember. Like we don't like. I almost wish to bring him all here, and it would be a really interesting conversation because yeah. he's super holistic. Like always, like take your vitamins, do, like ships things from all over the world like i can show you my yeah vitamin stack it's 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 insane like it it's it's like listening to him like preach to me all the time and i take my probiotics and i do i take my silver i have to go to silver yeah i've been taking silver for about 15 years because my dad says it heals everything so and honestly i've i've never had any issues with allergies with being sick with anything ever he told me don't take the flu shot don't do this don't do that like we don't we i haven't had the flu in years I've, i can't I've even never remember taken the flu shot yeah oh, i can't but it's been 15 years since i've taken a flu shot but whenever they started finding out there was mercury in it and he's like do not be taking this um so yeah i mean i'm i'm super like we're we're on the same page when it comes to that um, so so for me i realized that the system is jacked mm-hmm. the system is controlled there's powers behind the curtain that are, and I don't want to say Wizard, Wizard of Oz, but for the most part, I look. I, I didn't want to be in that position. I don't want to have to go research why I need to. How can I fix myself when the system that's been given to you has no answers? Mm-hmm. You've got to do the research. Yeah. And for me, I'm I'm okay with that because I'm I'm good at researching, you know. But when it's for your own good, so that you can improve your health, it's like um, you go next level. You go deep diving and yeah. you figure out, and then you're like, why are we doing this type of protocol for something that if it is, because cancer p- people talk about it's a virus, it's a bacteria, it's a parrot. They, they don't even have all the answers, but there's people, Dr. Brzezinski out of Houston has cured hundreds, if not thousands of people of cancer. He's been in front of a grand jury at least 25 times and it's never been brought up by a patient, not once. And so the question is, why is Big Pharma 
so threatened by a gentleman who is saving kids' lives with brain tumors, literally, right? Mm-hmm. Women who have kids that he's cured with cancer because he's got this special, uh, I think it's interferon or something that he created that boosts immune system. That goes into the COVID bullshit. Like, nobody's talked about vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin A. It's like, wear your fucking mask and stay six feet away from the next... Fuck off. That's so stupid. Like, talk about what the shit that you need to do so that your immune system is prepared for the virus. So if you do get it, you have no issues. Oh, You're good. Yeah. No, I mean... You I see what I'm saying? I mean, I've just been taking my probiotics and use my hand sanitizer and just i mean i'm a clean person anyway so you know just just staying active i mean just the same thing that i do every day um i mean i'm i'm gonna abide by the masking because i don't know enough Mm -hmm. like yeah i can come up with my own conclusions and whatever like i believe but i'm still going to respect like everyone around me um, and I've had these this exact conversation with a multitude of friends at the beginning of all this. And I was like, uh, yeah, whatever. It's bullshit. But, you know, yeah, people are dying and, and one up. But, you know, I'm like looking around at who's actually getting sick and, you know, having issues I'm like, OK, like I just need to make sure I really take, just take care of myself. Right. But, no, you know, and, and that's really just all it is with anything. Um, and I, I'm not downplaying playing the thing at by any means because no, I don't we know, know the virus is I don't real. know enough. I, so about it. you you saw my post right, and I I from the very beginning was like I'm not challenging the idea that there's a virus. I know there's a virus. Mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot, right? Yeah. My concern was the information that was coming out had a different objective than what I would see as health or saving lives. Because if I was truly involved in making sure that people survived the virus and I was Dr. Fauci, my first speech would have been, you want to take at least 2,000 milligrams a day of vitamin C. You want to, like, you would be talking about the shit that you know will work. And worst case scenario, if you do get the virus, you can do ozone treatment. You can do oxygen treatment. You can do intravenous vitamin C, heavy dose, to kill it within a day. Yeah, but everyone's hands are in everyone's pockets up there. So that's my point. Yeah. So the system it, it, is jacked. It, yeah, of course. So when they talk about lockdowns, when the doctor came out with the fact that there was a protocol that was working for, and there was one in El Paso, there was one in Dallas, HCQ, zinc, and ZPAC. And every one of his patients were having success within three to four days. Once that protocol was was out there, and he had, I think, 400, or no, no, she had 400 patients. Um, I'm like, there, there's a protocol that works. Let's go back to work. Let's go back to what life is. If you do get sick, go through a drive-thru, get the test done if you're positive. Go to another drive-thru, get the protocol, go home for two weeks, and knock it out, right? Mm-hmm. And that way, the world around you can still continue. But nobody wanted to use common sense approaches to something like, this COVID bullshit because there was another nefarious agenda that was taking place. And it goes back to the fact that I don't trust the system since my early twenties. So like the healthcare system, it's full of shit. Yeah. It's full of shit. Of course. And I'll tell any medical doctor that, you know what, when you went to medical school and anybody's listening, I'll give a shit. Like they, they basically spoon fed you the idea that the only answer and the thing you should be pushing is pharmaceuticals. Fuck off. Fuck off of that bullshit. 
the number four killer in, in America is medical malpractice. And nobody wants to talk about it. Like, put it out there. You know why the TV doesn't talk about it? Because every fucking ad on there is from Big Pharma. Every other ad, let me put it that way. Right? If you like, if you're, if you're, because I work from home, right? And I've had the TV in the background. How many ads are talking about side effects of these different drugs and just like death is one of them? Like, it's like no big deal. Yeah, I mean, you could die, but no big deal, whatever. Like, and I, this whole subject, like, makes me nervous sometimes because of all the people that have passed away, like, from talking shit about big pharma. But it's at the point now where if we don't talk about it and we just kind of hinder yeah. in, the, in the corner, is it ever going to resolve itself? It's. Does that make sense? No, no. I mean, I, I 100% agree. It's. It's really sad to see. People just kind of like just kind of just fall into Lemmings. the yeah they just kind of like fall into the square and just you know continue to go about their day uh, without even realizing like how much it affects. I, I watched. Um, it's funny, and it's not pharma, but it, I mean it still has to do with like just you know chemicals and what we're exposed to. But I don't know if you saw the documentary Stink. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually an older documentary. I want to say it was like in 2006 that it came out. Um, but it showed up on on Netflix, and I was watching it and was talking about all the different uh, chemicals that uh, uh, the USA allows, and then compared to like oh, the yeah, EU, yeah, yeah. right? I've heard about that. So it's like not the documentary, but the the fact that it's crazy. Our shit is fucked. Yeah, like our like, food, for, especially. Oh, it's it's it like I'm already like on top of like my food, but. And I've been wanting to, like, be a little bit more on top about, about, like, the stuff that I use, like, in my everyday, like, routine. Just because, like, I was thinking, like, I was telling my sister this this morning about it. And I'm like, man, like, remember dad made us use Tom's, like, she wasn't even born. But I was like, my dad made me use Tom's Your dad sounds like he's awake. Seriously. Like, I'm talking, like, before my sisters were born and we're, like, eight years apart. So this is, like, in the, in the early nineties. And it was like Tom's toothpaste, Tom's uh, mouthwash, uh, deodorant, uh, soap, everything was Tom's, but I was, you know, I mean, I didn't know anything. Um, but he was like, no, you're going to be using this. You're going to be using this. But then, you know, more kids came along and I'm assuming it probably got expensive or super expensive. I mean, it's expensive now. So sure. It was expensive then. Um, and you know, just like not putting all these chemicals in your body. And now I watch stink and they're like anything that essentially says like parfum or fragrance can be like up to like a hundred or 150 chemicals inside that one, one ingredient. I'm like, Holy shit. So I'm like starting to look through all my stuff. And it's funny cause I actually have a notification on my phone to say to go to whole foods for deodorant because I know they sell Tom's there. And I'm like, I'm going back to Tom's everything. I can, um, I got all that. I don't have any of that. It's, bullshit. it's, it's really fuck. It's really well, scary. Uh, uh, it's so like being aware years ago when, 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 um, my ex mother-in-law was like buying water from, this is like when he was, third grade or something and i i get the water bottles that was gonna go in his lunch box whatever mm-hmm. and then it was like with fluoride mm-hmm. and i'm like what why is your mom buying this with well because she said it prevents cavities and i'm like you got to be kidding me and i was like and this is like years ago i'm like it calcifies your pineal gland it it literally creates the the breeding ground for cancer you don't want to put this into the body and then 
I just made a nice friendly phone call. Like, listen, if you're going to buy some water, please don't do it with fluoride. Well, no, it does. I was like, no, that's what you are heard, what, you, what you're told. But that's a lie. That's not Chris. Come on. That's, and like, I'm the conspiracy theorist. When it's like, there's scientific data that shows yeah. fluoride is not good for the body. So I'm like fighting this battle for the last 20 whatever years. Do you live in San Antonio? They, yeah. Well, no, he's in there right now because he's going to school down there for his last year. But you, you know, San Antonio has fluoride in their water and they've had it for the last like mm, 20 years. Cause I yeah. remember my dad made a big old stink about that shit when, really? yeah, when they were, when they put fluoride in the Edwards aquifer for tap water in San Antonio, um, and they still do to this day, and it's it, it's crazy because when I go to when we used when we had office there, we go to the office and I'm like this fucking water sucks, like it's disgusting, God, it's no, so disgusting. It literally just it leaves like like if you brush your teeth and just left all the water sitting on top of the sink, like that is how the water hardens on top of the on top of the you know the counter. It's it's disgusting. Like, so I, mean, I hate I hate the ask water. The basic question: If it was by itself in a cup. Would you drink the shit? No, you no. wouldn't. So why would you put it in the city water supply? That Unless is... there was another nef- nefarious objective. See, like, to the people that aren't enlightened and don't want to uh, ask the questions, they're like, come on, bro. Come on. They're trying to, they're trying to, look, I don't know what their objective is, but what I'm saying is that it doesn't make any damn sense. It's, Stay out of my damn water. It's a very conservative city, too. And I hate to say it, but there's a lot of, a lot of things that went down in that city in San Antonio um, that would not necessarily happen over here, and I, I've just I've lived the bo- both worlds. Me too. Yeah. And 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 you've experienced nightlife in San. I've experienced nightlife in San Antonio. There's a it's a ton of difference mm-hmm. in 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 regards to just <laughs> how do you say it without like the energy here is way lighter. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just so much more like just... It's a chill vibe. And it's yeah. Just, it's people... It's like once you get out of the bubble of San Antonio, um, you just kind of like... It's like, oh, like, oh, okay, there's there's this over here. And and that's probably why when I mentioned earlier, I was like, yeah, I kind of was a Republican, but I didn't even realize I was a Republican because I just didn't know any better. I didn't know anything. I was a Democrat, didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fighting words. I grew up Democrat. My whole family was Democrat, and uh, we were Kennedy Democrats. We um, loved John F. Kennedy. I mean, I wasn't even born, but when uh, we talk about what we were f- voting for, what we believed in, mm-hmm. they always were drawn back to John F. Kennedy. And you know, when you, when I did my research, I'm like, dude, this guy's on point. But that party doesn't exist anymore. That that's been taken over by a left wing radical extremist group that if I were to see and hear their rationale and their viewpoints, I, I don't agree with it because it's anti-American. And so when I go back to the system of the healthcare, mm-hmm. I don't trust the healthcare system. And then I look at um, like a book called Creature from Jekyll Island and you look at the banking system and you learn about the Rothschilds who we all know mm-hmm. um, exist, right? Doesn't they, one of them live here? Welcome. Just joking. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. He just doesn't know what he needs to know. He, he, he has no idea. <laughs> he has he no does, idea. but, you know, you go into corporate America and you start to get, and I'll give a shit if you get pissed off by hearing this. It's the truth. 
Um, and we won't say any names. Yeah. But um, but the thing is that when you look at how they started, Amsley, Amsel, Amsel, Amsel Rothschild, he was the first one, right? But the idea was this. They wanted to create a system that that you never provide enough money in the economy. So you provide enough loans out there, mm-hmm. but there's not enough money in the money supply to pay back that loan. On a macro level, over, t- over generations, you slowly enslave a society, period. There's no uh, and, if, buts. It's, that's just the way it is. And when you look at Creature from Jekyll Island and you understand that the Federal Reserve is not federal but a private bank, it's the same thing as if Bank of America said, hey, listen, uh, Mr. Kennedy, we're going to go ahead and uh, print up your dollar bills and we're going to charge you interest uh, to use. And can it be like, we don't need your shit. Why, why do I need you to print up our money from the Treasury Department? We're just fine. We're the strongest, most solid country in the, in the world. And I'm going to go to this private bank. But when you go to Creature Jekyll Island, the whole thing was that they basically overtook that whole move. And it started with the Titanic. When you understand who was on that boat and why it went out there and why it sunk it's a big conspiracy, but it's true. And so the people that were fighting against it, who were the billionaires of those days, like, we don't need you to be a part of our system. We can print our own money. We don't need your help. Titanic happens. Those people who were the main uh, defense against that taking hold in our country were killed all in one night, right? Um, they only had a certain number of boats um, for the people, which typically... According to records, you always have enough boats, lifeboats, for the people on the boat. It's like policy. That's, that's an interesting take. I've never thought of anything like that. But that's going to take me down a little rabbit hole on I'm YouTube. taking you back to where I can show you how the system that we have now is corrupt from the very beginning. Of course. So, so I already I, I, I hate the healthcare system. Now I'm learning to hate the banking system because it's all jacked. It's mm. not really meant for the people. No. And then you start learning about the Illuminati, and you're like, are these guys real? Right? Is this thing exist? And then you got someone like LeBron James who throws out this freaking pyramid symbol as if it's water. And it's like, what is the deal with the pyramid? Why do you... Why are you so concerned about this? LeBron James. I haven't seen anything on that. That's interesting. Mm -mm. So... Just show me. So you start looking at... um, the, the those who are <laughs> I got your password now. <laughs> yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah. Um, so 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 then those who reach the highest ranks in America and probably even the world, like period, mm-hmm. not just America. Um, then you have to ask, how do they reach those higher levels? Illuminati. Wait, I'm still typing, so I can't do. I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. So let me uh, symbol. Um, so then how did they get those higher ranks? What, what did they do to achieve, um, you see that? How many can you count? I mean, just on this, that's, and then that's the triple six, by the way. Yeah. I've seen that before. Triple six. Mm -hmm. So, so you start understanding that, okay, so the healthcare is jacked, banking's jacked. Now, now I just want to enjoy my sports because I love basketball. I'm a big Spurs fan, and Tim's not Illuminati, thank God. Um, but then you understand that there's people that reach higher levels that start showing these symbols, and you're like, okay, there's something more to this whole thing. Knowing that 
the Rockefellers and the, own the healthcare system. The Rothschilds own the banking system. Then you look at celebrities and the sporting, like the whole, the sports complex start to have political viewpoints that, that to a person that just wants to watch basketball or football, why do you have to get so political? Just let me watch my sports. There's another agenda, period. So if you start to understand that Illuminati might just be real, that they might just exist, let's just play with that theory for a little bit. Let's go down that rabbit hole. Dude, there is tons of evidence that they've been behind the scenes of every world war that we've ever come across. And I'm talking about World War One, World War Two, Civil War. You look at Prescott Bush, who brought the Nazis over to America, Operation Paperclip. Yeah. And then you ask, why were there Nazis in our universities? So the, the question is, World War Two, did the Nazis really lose World War Two? And is Hitler really dead? He was in Argentina, from what I understand. That's Argentina and Antarctica. How many? Okay, let me ask you this question: How many Nazis were were executed for their uh, crimes against humanity at World War Two? Mm, uh, I don't. Remember. It was seventeen, right? And they were all mid level, right? So give the people something mm-hmm. so that they can just shut up. Where'd the rest go? They went into the America. Argentina, Antarctica, and there was one other country, um, some in Brazil maybe. I, I can't, I don't want to lie right now, but I know those three for, for sure. And if you look, there's a, there's a book, it's called Empire Under the Ice, and there is a huge base in Antarctica. Like, think about this question. Why is it the only two places in the world that you can't go unless escorted by the military is the North Pole and the South Pole, Period. And that's worldwide, every country. I've actually had a friend that did a whole stint down in uh, Antarctica for the government. He's literally the one who would tell me, put your phone in the microwave if we're going to talk about getting weed or Coke or whatever. He's like, you want to make a deal? Okay, cool. We're going to put our phones in the microwave right now. Because they're listening. And I think it's pretty funny that you actually have that little camera on your your thing because... Come yeah, on. they're still gonna be looking. No, I know. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I, I done when. I mean, this one doesn't have it my on my phone, but I'm just saying, like, we're in the middle of a freaking global pandemic, and people are still like, "Oh, come on, you can't believe that." I'm like, dude, the whole world has changed since March of this year. Yeah, everything like it's exposed. We're in the middle of a global reset. The question Absolutely. is, like. What's going to happen on the other end of this? Like we're in, we we've got to figure out what's happening because the biggest problem with America right now is a level of ignorance that is going to overtake those who just want to have freedom. Like we can't have the Karens and Nancys of the world be like, "You got to wear your," because that's where freedom starts to erode. When you start with just the mask, it's not just the mask. What's next? Well, you can't come in HEB until you get the vaccine. I'd fuck off. I don't want to do the vaccine. Well, you did the, ma- the mask fine, right? So you're a good boy then. Why can't you be a good boy now with the vaccine? Like, that's where this is going. Nobody realizes that this is not because of health. Vioxx, 24,000 people died from Vioxx. Do you think that the government would have shut it down after two deaths? No. They let it go because they're making money. 
It's not about lives, trying to save lives. It's about control. It's about no, manipulation. No, and, and I 100% agree, but that's why I'm still like going back to that primary question. How can you still support Trump? Because he's, that's completely going against so, all of that, too. I don't believe in the healthcare system. Yeah. I don't believe in the banking system. Okay. Now I'm looking at the celebrity and the sports system as to that's also owned and controlled by another elite establishment, right? Yeah, the the TV companies. Well, then we talk about a documentary like Out of Shadows, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. then you're like, well, shit. Are all it makes you media owned by only six companies? Yeah. Viacom, mm-hmm. Disney, Sony, um, Warner, was it Warner Brothers? Oh, no, wait. I don't know who the six are. I can't are, remember. But the it's big six. six. The big 95% six. are owned by six companies. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking at media. And I'm getting to your answer. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking at media, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" So everybody is backing up everybody else for the big rig. Like the the whole system is rigged in a way where those who are in control remain in control because they don't want the 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 Padawans to come up and and become Jedi's. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure that they stay where they are, and that's by making sure that they feel like they're getting what they need. They're happy. Listen. You got what you want. No need to kind of get crazy and whatever. Just just be happy where you are. You've got your minimum wage. You've got your nine to five job. You've got uh, weekends. You, hey, listen, uh, Saturday's coming up. Fucking set up a barbecue, people. Okay, little um, barbacoa, little big red. <laughs> like, just enjoy life. Just go week by week. Meanwhile, these motherfuckers are planning a hundred years in advance. Right, but but let's just think about the weekend. Let's just think about who we're gonna fuck on Friday. Right? Let's just so short term, so juvenile, so shallow. Like, there's nobody. Like, I'm not saying nobody, but there are people. But America's got a culture right now that's so short sighted that it's. And I say that from a single perspective because I've lived a life after getting divorced and mm-hmm. being out there and just kind of seeing what it's like in the scene oh, and same i'm you see what i'm saying yeah i'm divorced nobody's, too. nobody's thinking about long term nobody's thinking about the legacy nobody's thinking it's about friday saturday and 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 even when they're in there in the midst of the whole like scene you know they're chasing the wrong shit like they're not thinking about what they want to do 10 years from now 20 years from now meanwhile the people that control everything they already got shit planned out for 50 years right so so when you look at everything being controlled, the reason why I didn't vote for years is because being a person who I can feel when someone's full of shit, like I just, I've had that sense of me since I was a little kid. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, they call it, I didn't know this, but until four years ago, but they call it like being an empath, right? So uh-huh. you just kind of know when someone's full of shit. Like, dude, you're full of, like, Bush, come on, bro. Yeah. You're full of shit, Yeah. right? And so, and so I've already had a distrust of the systems, all systems, right? Most of them. Mm-hmm. Because even when I went to college, and the only professor that I even remember, or well, two of them, Dr. Rick Utech and then Dr. Uh, Rodriguez, Ron Rodriguez, everybody else was like just about conformity. Like they weren't trying to launch my career into the next stage and, and help me become like a better person. It was yeah. just about conformity. So I was, I was already put distrust into the college system. I'm like, I pay a lot of money for what? I, what did I get? I just got a degree. It's a piece of paper. but doesn't guarantee you a job. So then you start to look at this, right? And then 9-11 happened, right? And I, from the very beginning, and I, don't, I mean, I've been saying this since the beginning, the day of, 
my uh, at that point I was just engaged. That morning when it happened, I'm like, I told her, I said, that's full of shit, man. Oh. She's like, what? I said, there's no fucking way a plane can bring down. Because we, we were in New York like three or four months before that. I was walking down the street and I saw, I was just, I saw World Trade Center on the side there. And, and I looked up just because when you're in the street, all you see are buildings and you're just kind of seeing the stores and everything. When I looked up, I'm like, holy shit, man. 110 stories is pretty damn tall, yeah. right? Yeah. So when you when you just came from that a couple months before, and then someone tells you a plane hit it. Because she was a flight attendant, by the way. So we were flying all the time, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, we were always on planes. And so you kind of know what the size of planes. You, yeah. Real familiar with it. A plane hits it, and then an hour and a half later, the whole fucking thing comes down. Yeah. It's just not that is the biggest crock of shit yeah, it's not possible. I've ever heard. And anybody that says, bro, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. You have Science. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because let's just say worst case scenario is just 9-11. Okay, let's say at the 84th floor this plane hits it. And it does burn 3,000 degrees. Because to, to melt steel, it's 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit or more to create molten steel. Right? And that's, that's science. It's not me just calling shit out of my ass. And so then let's say that it, it did melt where that plane hit. Mm-hmm. The, the building would topple. Use common sense. Think critically, right? The building would topple. The 84 floors would still be there. Mm-hmm. Think about this. How many people since 2001 have believed this glorious bullshit lie that two planes brought down two enormous buildings where each one had millions of tons of steel that became like three or four floors of steel. Like 110 stories into four stories of just fucking... Did you see a chair? Did you see a desk? Or even a computer? Anywhere. Everything was pulverized. What the fuck happened? You know what I'm saying? Blown up from it was inside. blown up. And anybody and, and they're scientists, thousands of them that said it was uh, 9-11 Scholars for Truth came out and said, we've done reports. There was thermite and thermite in the dust that was pulverized. That is this type of dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way that it came down. I mean, they even did like a whole test run, um, like exploded a, a, a building from inside and it came down exactly the way that the towers did. Controlled demolition. Controlled. There you go. So from the get, I mean, because I knew that that shit didn't happen the way they say it happened, I was irritated. So I'm like, from the very beginning, I'm like, the next day, I'm like, people are like, yeah, did you hear what Bin Laden? Don't give me that bullshit. So Bin Laden went and put a bunch of bombs in the buildings. Bullshit. And I was from the day two. This fucking inside job. This somebody else was behind all this because you can just, I read bullshit. This is bullshit. And, and who do you think was, like, what's your take on who do you think was behind so, it? Because I, I find it interesting that Rudy Giuliani was, you know, the mayor at that time. And he's exactly now, right. you know, the, he's, he's Trump's right-hand man and and uh, attorney. So Trump lost so, a lot of friends that day, first of all. Um, and I know that for him, it was a personal uh, vendetta to understand who exactly was behind all that, right? So 
Um, and Giuliani being a mayor, you have to ask a couple of questions. When you're a mayor, you have certain level of access and certain level of power and control. When you're a president, it's totally different. So your hands may be tied. Now, if you appreciate your life and you want to live, you may just keep your mouth shut. Because at a mayor level, you know things. And you know police chiefs and you know department heads of fire departments. and So I know he knew things. Now, does, is he at a level he can allow things to happen the way? No, he can't. Because the people that did the things that allowed things to happen were at Pentagon level, period. Dick Cheney is the one that put the stand-down order, right? So you can't, you can say he was the mayor at that point, and you can say he probably had access to the information, but you can't, you can't hurt him. You can't be mad at a man for just wanting to survive. Because if he was going to start talking, can guarantee he wasn't going to be alive for much longer. So I, I don't know. He doesn't I make do. it right, though. Doesn't make it right. That's like where that but character the, comes the, in, right? I understand. But the thing is that you might not have a choice. I understand that. Look what happened to Kennedy. He was the president, right? And he, and he was trying to kind of dis- disclose to the people that there was another agenda happening that he wasn't oh he wasn't in agreement with. He didn't like the banking system. He wanted to get rid of the Federal Reserve. He didn't like the CIA. He wanted to get rid of the CIA. And he was dead. He, they shot him dead, right? Mm-hmm. So when you understand that 9-11 is full of shit, now I'm starting to distrust my government. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. Because when you look at the video of George W. Bush reading the book to uh, the kids... And the fucking book is upside down, by the way. Yeah, I know. I've seen that picture. And the guy comes to his ear and he's like, uh, da, 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 da. and he just fucking sits there. That's a fucking face of guilt, of knowledge. Because if you would have been told and you had no fucking clue, right? You would have stood up going, you know what? I'm sorry, man, but I have to leave. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, kids. Hey, keep reading. Go ahead, you know, da, 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 whatever the fuck. Get out. All right, what's going on? Give me, the, give me the download. No, he sat there for like another eight or ten minutes with these kids. That, in and of itself, beyond everything else, I don't give a shit, like the, the buildings, the missile, whatever, Pentagon. That alone tells me he fucking knew. Because I read people, I've been, since I was a kid, I read body language. I can tell him someone's full of shit. And I can tell when someone knows something. And he knew something. Have Have you seen the, the video when um, uh, George Bush Sr. was buried? Oh. And that, that the, note. The funeral? Yeah, and the note that, that they yeah. had. And see Jeb Bush? Yeah, I'm just like, what was, have you read about, that was one of the, it's one of the many things on my list that I want to like fall in the rabbit hole, but I just haven't been able to, to like, Get so now to. you're talking my language. Right? Man, I could do this all day. I you love that shit. He delivered those letters, right? No. Tell me more. Tell me more. Q. <laughs> no. So what, what's what, what's the background on that? Where's that research coming from? If you want, but so Q 
I don't know enough about that, by the way. I like I I've read articles here and there, and like I have a broad idea of like the that whole conspiracy and and everything about it, but um, I don't know enough. It, it's really confusing to me. Like like what is this? It, like it is. It's just it's it's extremely confusing. To so me. Q is um, it's Department of Energy. It's the highest level clearance that's above. Um, um, I'll show you. It's top level security clearance. It's it's it's, it's got classified. So Q is the above classified. Wait, we're talking about QAnon. So Q. So the letter Q mm-hmm. represents the level of clearance that you have within. So. Kennedy started this during his administration, mm-hmm. and he knew there were people that were trying to kill him. So he started within the Department of Energy a small group of people that had access to everything else that even military intelligence had access to. The reason being is he wanted to put it into the hands of people that he trusted if he were to be killed. So Q has been around for many, many years, since the 60s, and it's the same level of intelligence than anybody in any department of uh, defense, like Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. And so when they say Q, it's called Q-level clearance. Gotcha. So we're talking about two different things then? Or is this like a combination? No, I'm just giving you the backdrop okay. behind where that letter came from. So this kind of like probably funneled out into and so something else. If I show you an image... And I give you my password again. <laughs> and I say JFK burial site. And anybody listening can do the exact same thing. Google it. And I go to images. And I go to above. Interesting. What is that? It's a Q. It's a Q. So this started during the Kennedy administration. And... Even his brother, Robert, who was trying to continue the trend of disclosing information to the people, he got killed. So when you understand that there were people in the know, because Kennedy wanted to know about a lot of different things. He was very, he cared about the people. That's why the people loved him so much. And you look back at his speeches and you look at who he was speaking to and how they were responding there was a genuine care and concern from both sides. And I've hardly ever seen that as far as I've been alive for, for any president. The only one that I think had that was Ronald Reagan, the closest thing. And then they tried to kill him too, by the way. So Q, he, they had talked about D5 um, like in 2017, and nobody knew what D5 was. And so D5 was... Um, it's bit, talking about different things, but it was four or five, and there were, people were like, is it an avalanche? And they talked about certain dates. Mm-hmm. Well, the date that they had the funeral for George W. Bush, Q was promoting as a date to take notice, to, to, to watch, right? So when people were watching the funeral, they were like, what was Q talking about? Well, then when you see the envelopes, and there was a picture of one where somebody actually took a picture of it, and right. it said... Um, it was uh, George H.W. Bush. He signed it. And all it said was, they know everything. I'm sorry. And then George H.W. Bush at his funeral. So, yeah, that's what I was wondering. What is that? Because it was like the 
expressions on everyone's face. I'm like, what? It's supposedly George W. Bush. Um, cause when he you, was, he was the one, the CIA, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, Alan Dulles was the first head of the CIA when George H. W. Bush was just coming up and you have to understand that Prescott Bush, which is the dad of George H. W. Bush was the one that helped to start the intelligence agency here in America. When they brought out operation paperclip, which if you look at how they tie into the MI6 into the Mossad, the three-headed monster is the CIA, the MI6, and the Mossad. Now, if you're talking about spirituality, all these in, these in, these intelligence agencies, entities, they are very occultic in nature. And as were the Nazis. The Nazis were all about the Spear of Destiny, the Ark of the Covenant. Like, Hitler wanted to understand all the mysteries of the universe. And he was all about finding out where the Spear of Destiny was, which the Spear of Destiny... According to history and, 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 you know, ancient artifacts was that it was the one that stabbed Jesus Christ in the rib. And that's where water was coming out. So he and supposedly that spirit of destiny had power. Well, I believe in World War One is when he was trying to find out where that was. And you can look it up. It's it was well known that him and and Heinrich Himmler. um, And then I think um, the other guy was uh, what's his name? He was the director of. Ministry of, I can't remember what oh, it was. Oh, David. Um... It was a German. It was, oh. it was Hitler's right-hand man, but he was uh, Mengele, or oh, I can't remember. Anyways, they were very occultic, and you look at the Thule Society, T-H-U-L-E, they, they were a firm believer in that, and they're real. And so that element of culture was fed into the intelligence agencies, uh, CIA, MI6, and the Mossad. And Alan Dulles was the one that was head of the CAA um, right around the time where um, Kennedy was in administration and whatnot. Anyways, Bush Sr. Um, was the head of the snake for this entire New World Order. And if you look at his presidential speech, I forgot, it was in the 80s, he said this was going to become a New World Order. Yeah. And um, even his son was talking about the 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 whirlwind angel, whatever weird occultic practice. Um, all I'm saying is that the intelligence agencies, uh, Kennedy wanted to dissolve that whole element because what they were trying to do was bring in this new world order, which was in uh, lock and key with the banking system, the healthcare system. It's all tied in. It's all spiritual element to it. So all I'm saying is that Q went underground. They had to go underground. Otherwise, they'd be killed because... The communist, which was really just this this dark ancient culture of occultic practice, the Thole Society, Brill Society, they were trying to overtake America because we were the military arm. London uh, is the banking arm. The Vatican was the spiritual religious arm. Mm -hmm. And then D.C. is the military arm. They're not, uh, they're, they're, they're districts. Like, so London is a district. The Vatican is a district, and then D.C. is a district. They're not even tied into the laws of our country. So when you understand that, Q was coming in underneath. So when Q was talking about all these downloads, have you been to the web, the, the drops? Have you read the drops? Mm -mm. If you go to QAnon.pub, Q-A-N-O-N.pub, it starts to tell you everything from the beginning. But it starts at the end. That's Q, what again? Q-A-N-O-N. Dot P-U-B. Got it. I'm 
check that out. 33 channels got taken down last week because they were talking about QAnon. Do you think that big tech would be concerned about 33 channels talking about Bigfoot? What what are they so threatened about that they have to take down 33 channels that each had like 150,000 subscribers, 80,000 subscribers? What is the threat to big tech that you have to go take down all these channels talking about Q? doesn't make any damn sense. So my point is there's a lot of shit going on. Um, I want to continue this conversation. I want to talk about more conspiracy, um, like aliens, abductions. All that stuff. I mean, the shit's real. And, and um, the Chronicles of Man, the, what I want to create is a safe space where any kind of question can be asked because I don't know all the answers. And I'm not claiming to know all the answers. But I will tell you is that I'm not afraid to ask the question. And America right now has become so pussified that nobody wants to fucking put their head up above the water. Like, no, let me just kind of sit here. Let me just kind of like just ride the wave. Nobody needs to raise any like concern. I don't trust any system, especially the political system. So I never voted for anybody. I never voted for Clinton. I never voted for Bush. I was never a Republican or a Democrat because I didn't believe in the entire system. The biggest problem that I felt in the political system was that they've always been bought. So if you can be bought, what makes me think you're going to be making decisions that's best for me and my family? Because for for me, all you're worried about is money in your back pocket. So what is the number one thing that I'm going to be concerned about if I'm going to vote for somebody? What is my main question? Is it character? Or is it the question, can you be bought? So. He couldn't be bought. He's worth $5 billion. He, so he doesn't, he doesn't need your money. Since he was president, he was worth $5.2 billion. He's worth about three point two now. He's lost a lot of money since he's taken office. Every time he's received a paycheck, what has he done with it? He's given it away to other departments and parts of government, right? So for me, he's not showing me that he's trying to make money for himself. What he's telling, what I see and understanding what Q's all about, which just confirmed what my gut check was telling me, was that finally we have somebody in a position of power that doesn't need Big Pharma's money, that doesn't need the Rothschild's money, that's not going to be bought out by some bullshit cultic. I'm telling you, this is a spiritual warfare. This is good versus evil. Yeah, he's not the best person in the world, you know? But who is? And, and I, I get that, but he can't be bought because it's not about money anymore. It's about power. It's about power. He doesn't care about us, especially small business owners. He, he doesn't need that money. He's going he's gonna to thieve his way and connive his way all the way to the top because the most important thing outside of money is power. Power will overthrow money all day long. So... I'm sorry, but I absolutely cannot agree with with the statement. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. so this is what I will tell you. The man's in his 70s. He's worth $5 billion. He's got kids and grandkids, mm-hmm. right? And if, if you are approached by a military intelligence that tells you there is another faction 
that is going to take control of this country and run it into the ground for what's called a new world order where nobody has freedom or liberty, does he really need $10 billion? Because he's already got five. So he doesn't need that much money. You're going to listen to that intelligence. You're going to take it in. You're going to be like, okay, what exactly am I getting into? Do you think he really needed to be doing this bullshit right now with that kind of money? He's in the 70s. He'll be gone in 15, 20 years. It's, a, it's, but again, it's, it's, again, it's about power and it's about... According to who? It, according to him. No. It's all about him. And so here's the thing. And, and now I will say this. I will say, although it has been a uncertain four years and an insane four, almost four years since he's been in the, uh, in the presidency. But on this, on the other hand, it's almost thank God he did become president because it broke, it broke that, that, uh, that line that we were going down in the new world order. Cause I, I absolutely believe in that. Of course it was going to have, because the new world order, what is the new world order about? It's about power. So he interfered, he interrupted, but he interrupted in order to create his own power, not to help us. So, so thank God he broke it. He broke that. He interfered because now us, because I'll say, and this is a little off, but I'll say since I can remember. I always felt that I was going to see the end of the world. Now, whether it meant the true end of the world, like everything burning down, or the end of the world, like a full reset, which is what we've been living in in currently. So I, I'm not sure yet. I don't know, but I just always felt that way, and I, and I hope it's not seeing the world burn. But who knows? But thank God he interfered. Thank God he intercepted because it now opened up everything. It, it made people understand and realize what's actually going on. I went from, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to vote. I don't care to like, okay, things matter. I want to make a change. I want to make a difference. Like, and, and you know, I know we have op on opposite ends on who we feel like our candidates should be, but there, there needs to be a, we have to, there's the, we're in a fork in the road and I absolutely need for this country to go another way. And it's, I feel like everyone's so aware now. And if you're not, please, you know, open up your computers and do some research and go to the library, do whatever you need to do and, and get like, get educated about what is, what's happened in the past and, and what's going on right now. But I'm glad it's happened because it's bringing up people like me and intelligent individuals who are not pressed for for funds and who are not pressed for power and who just want to make a change and want to make a difference. And that's what I want to do. And, and granted, both of these candidates aren't exactly aligned with what I want to do. But again, the interference has made that happen to where regardless of if, for example, Biden is, he could have been this extreme, extreme leftist at one point, but it's, that's, those things aren't going to happen because it's making people think we're thinking differently. We need to see a change. And that's why I want to make a change. He had eight years. Yeah, but he had eight years. No, what and happened? I, and I get that. And, and the thing is, is people also change. So he had I, 47 I, years. I mean, if you want to talk about it that way. So, and, and I don't really, I don't really care for like the, if the, the democratic the party was legit, they would have had Tulsi Gabbard at the front at the forefront. Yeah, but they would have had her as a candidate because that she would have been best for America. 
And I, I mean, to be honest, man, she would have been great but as it, a but, VP for, for Trump because of the policies he's passed. I don't give a shit about personality. You could be the biggest asshole in the world. I'm looking at policy. What is good for America? Are you looking at policy? I am. Because with the two candidates right now, I don't know that you could truly be looking at policy because I haven't me? heard anything about how many any regulations did he remove for everyone that he approved? It was in the 20s. He, he removed 20 plus regulations for everyone that was introduced to the Congress for, for approval. You know he did it. How many tax cuts he, did we achieve? I mean, in the first year, he got a huge tax cut passed, right? It's listen. But we how? Need, how is, we need less government. How many people has he hired to be a part of different departments? Hardly any. And how many people has he fired? A lot. Yeah. You know what? You know why? And, and how many of them were actually uh, sup- could even fulfill those type of positions and actually have a resume to fulfill those positions? Because the goal here is to have. Less government, not big government. You He's, don't want to expand upon what's already broken. If it, that might be in high, that might be what you might feel from the outside, but from him, from his point of view, think about it from his point of view. It's not about to have less government. It's about him to have more power. I, if you that's have your, it, that's it, your opinion. Do you see what I'm saying? <sighs> that's your opinion. No, and, and I. I respect what you're saying, and I've, I've this whole time I've listened to everything that. You, Let me tell you something that you've been. He saying would not to me. be alive today if he didn't have a lot of people behind him to protect him for what's going on, and the military's behind him right now. And yeah, they're they're protecting him because they need to protect themselves. Did you see out of shadows? Yeah, and we agree that six companies own ninety five percent. You don't think he's in those pockets? Listen, that's the only thing. Like, if he's he, high-level he, Illuminati, he, so, then so he's, he's fucking... A, but how do you... like? It's okay, a whole media you're, thing, You're though. pretty awake, right? How the fuck do you think Joe Biden's not a part of this bullshit? Especially with all the emails coming out. And Hunter Biden being... I mean, did, did you hear about the laptop with no, the yeah, video of doing cocaine off some eight-year-old's ass? No, I didn't hear about that. But okay, how, that's coming out but eventually. How, but how, that's, true, how true is that? How I mean, many where's the research for that? So, remember, I didn't want to make it a fact check, but I can go that route. But this could no, be I don't want I'm, if you go, do you go to Twitter a lot? Yeah, so Twitter has a ton of evidence that's coming out, and I think maybe there's people behind Twitter to make sure it doesn't go down because YouTube is controlled by Google. All those channels came down last week, it was more than 30 something. It's ridiculous. And so, the, in the land of the free, home of the brave. When did censorship become okay? Oh, I don't. I don't agree with any of that by any means. I don't. I so don't. that's my point. Like, like the like the the left or the Democrats are saying, like, well, I mean, they were lying about Q. Like, you should hear all sides of the story so you I, can make an educated decision. I absolutely right? do. So, so then, when did people start saying, like, well, good, I'm going to take those YouTube channels down because they're talking about conspiracies? What if it isn't a conspiracy? You know what I'm saying? Like. Give that a shot. Maybe it's fucking true. And stop acting like, you know, well, we're just protecting people from getting from hurt from what? Like, what are you going to do? Like the whole bullshit about putting bleach and for whatever. Come on. Really? People really believe that? I feel like Joe Biden right now. Come on, man. You're lying. Dog face. Pony soldier. You know what I'm saying? Like this. It's ridiculous. And for people to continue those those lies that are so overtly egregious like come on really people can believe that so coming back down to the basics you truly believe and again i'm not i'm not i'm just i'm trying to choose the the best way to go from the options that i have right so 
you really believe that your candidate is going to take care of you. You, as a Hispanic man. Listen, I don't want him to take care of me. No, I, I'll I tell you right now. But but uh, we're still we're still governed you know though. We're still governed. There's still laws and there's still things no. that we have no control over. I don't care about government taking care of me. I can take care of me. Too. Oh, I can take care right? of myself very well. That's not what I what I want is to have government get the fuck out of my life. And you think that's going to happen? Because for the way it sounds, with Biden talking about national mask mandates, talking about locking down cities for like months and years, I don't listen. There's a risk anytime you step out into your car and drive in a freaking intersection. I don't need you to tell me. Oh, I'll take care of you. Fuck off. I don't need you from like cradle to grave. Just get out of my damn life. Let me make my money. So so I can understand this now. Now I see your point of view. You're you're saying you are Trump supporter because he doesn't have any policy or doesn't want to put anything in place and want to leave like just not want to touch anything and you're okay no, with no, that. No, no, no. His policy is exactly what I want. And that is to Make this government smaller. We don't need Big Brother in our back pocket telling us what to do. That's so, why he's cutting taxes. That's why he's getting rid of regulation. That's why he's letting the farmers do what they do. Because there was a nefarious agenda that was being implicated upon the society that we live in. I mean, and when you look at the, the research and you understand that when you look at COVID, when it kicked in and they were killing cows and pigs. And you're like, what were they doing that for? For control of food supply. It's this whole New World Order bullshit. Like, so we're in the middle of a reset. It's what they call Event 201. When you look at fucking Bill Gates and about what they were doing October of last year, they were doing war games called Event 201. Look it up. Research it. Where a virus was released. It was a global pandemic. And they were talking about, like, what, how is this going to play out? They want to create this reset to enter into a New World Order. They want control Globally. And think about this, right? Every country in the world is going through the same bullshit right now that we are. Is that Donald Trump's fault? No, it's not. Right? Let's be very, very basic about this. So when the Democrats try and push back and say, like, well, look, so many people that like that doesn't make any validity that this. So he created the virus in the fucking Wuhan lab. No, he didn't. But he did shut down the border. Let's just be very common sense and critical about what we say. When it comes to how we're going to approach this virus and how we're going to make sure that this country is going to succeed. I said it from the very beginning that we have a protocol that works. There's no reason to shut down shit, right? Mm-hmm. And what do we do? Not we, but what did the government do? What did the CDD, what CDC do? What did who do? They said, shut everything down and wear masks. That's not the answer. How many suicides have we had? How many people have lost their businesses? How many people have like don't have resources to even feed their family, that wasn't the answer, right? Because if we have a protocol that works, which it does, HCQ, ZPAC, and Zinc, there's a that doctor that was in the frontline doctors on uh, Monday in Washington, D.C., 1,400 patients. Everybody survived. Nobody died, right? So, so we've got people coming out. Did you see that on mainstream media? No, you didn't. You know why? Because they're fucking controlled, It's not about health. It's not about saving lives. It's about creating this bullshit new old order that I don't agree with that fucking pisses me off because my uncle got murdered by what I consider to be a healthcare system that doesn't give a fuck about you or anybody else, right? So what I'm telling you is this. Class action lawsuit 
class action lawsuit because the media is killing people right now. And I've said that from the very beginning. Said it on Facebook, said it on my post, and I had these little fucking trolls coming in going, no, 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 give me some fucking, something me, some substance to fucking tell me you know what the fuck you're talking about. But half the time, they're a bunch of fucking idiots that I won't waste my time anymore with. But I do entertain it sometimes so I can get information out. I just don't, I'm, I'm so tired of people being ignorant, thinking they're smart, just because their ego's in the way. Ego is the first problem that most people have because it's not about truth. They want confirmation that what they believe to be true is the truth. I don't give a shit about your ego. Get fucking rid of it. Like, like why? It, this, it's not good for you or your mama or your daddy, especially if your daddy's 84. Because if he gets the fucking COVID, take the fucking protocol. Go get the, whatever it takes. But the thing is that you, you can't just fucking believe that this TV is going to be your answer to solutions of what's going to be best for your life. Of course not. Like you yeah. saw the out of shadows, you know it's fucking controlled. Yeah. And then when you understand that behind all of that is Luciferian bullshit, that this is a spiritual warfare, that this is good versus evil, I know, and I hope that maybe Trump was full of some of that shit before, but maybe the military is like, you know what? You're the best we got, and you got the most money, so you know this is what you're going to do. Maybe they got him by the balls. I don't know. And I wouldn't be surprised if they, he did touch a little girl or whatever. These fucking pedophiles do exist. There's tons of evidence. I, I don't disagree. Human trafficking is everywhere. Did you it's, see the Wayfair bullshit? I, I Trust me. I tried to even... You saw the Wayfair, right? I saw all of it. I even went back and looked at my old receipts and realized some of them were gone for, thing, like, for storage things that I had actually purchased for an office of ours. No, I... I, I I know all that is happening. I've gone on Facebook and found code hashtags. It's removed. Not even removed. They're still even there. Pizzagate. No, they're still there. It's it's the it's disgusting. I showed my sister. We I mean it was just another rabbit hole. I I'm very aware of what's going on. So I'm just saying there's a lot of shit going on if if and Q has been right way more times than he's been wrong. Right. And I've, I've been there from the very beginning. I started reading these posts November of 2017. And I knew about Jeffrey Epstein in 2017. How many people can say that? Right. Like, I don't know who the fuck he was. I don't know about Lolita Express. Q told me about it. I didn't know about fucking Epstein Island. Q told me about it. I didn't know about this Ghislaine Maxwell. I knew about it in 2018. Right now in 2020. Her name just came up. Right. So for me, I'm like, fuck, these guys are legit. They know what they're talking about. And they've given pictures about meetings that were going to happen that happened a year later. How do they know this unless they have access to military intelligence? I don't care what people think about, hey, you're just talking conspiracy. If you want to live in your little hole because it makes you feel better at night when you sleep, by all means, get your little dreamies, get your fucking warm glass of milk and go to bed. But... There are some people out here that want to know the fucking truth, and they want to go down rabbit holes that even if it gets a little bit scary and dark, at least I'm not ignorant walking into this fucking cesspool of bullshit, exposing myself and my family to something that might be dangerous. I want to know what the hell's going on so that I'm not hit, sideswiped from out of left field and not prepared for it. So what I'm saying is that we need to research. And stop being lazy and apathetic. 
And I'm talking about people that I know, people that I don't know. I'm just saying, like, just fucking research. Just show me that you have some earnest effort to at least discover what's really going on. Because the worst thing for this country right now is people that just don't give a shit. And, and then secondly, don't know shit. No, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just saying, I've been doing this, I've been researching for a long fucking time. And it started because I didn't want to start it. I didn't want to be in a situation where I had to figure out how to fucking help myself. I didn't want doctors telling me, I don't know what's wrong with you. So, and then I had to go meet alternative doctors and people that have lost their medical licenses because they were curing people. And I'm like 21 going like, you lost your license because you cured somebody from, yeah, I cured 12 people from cancer and they got my license out of the way. And I've, I'm 21 hearing how she lost, she saved people with ozone and yet her license is now deactivated. What the fuck does that tell you? It's not about saving lives. It's about fucking control. So, I don't know. I think this podcast is going to hopefully go in the right direction. I just want to discover truth. I want to go into topics of conspiracies, aliens. I want to talk about relationships. I want to talk about why society is so fucked up right now and everybody's getting divorced for the wrong reasons. I think people are like... Sometimes the right, though. Sometimes the right reasons. Well, people are getting together for the wrong reasons, and maybe sometimes you're getting divorced for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I want to understand why we've gotten this far in um, our culture, because I feel like it's dark. I feel like uh, movies, movies have lost their way. Music is kind of like... So last year, we outlawed um, that Christmas song because it was sexist. Oh. Baby, it's cold outside. Really? I've heard, I saw something about that on Facebook and I'm like, what is that about? I never heard about it. What is that about? Something about the the feminist said that it was too sexist and they don't want to hear it anymore so that they stopped playing on the radio. But then, you know, now we've got Cardi B coming out with uh, wet ass pussy and that's okay. And it's number one, but nobody says shit. Like, I want to know why the the culture in America has gotten so bad. I already do know. That's why I started Canvas. But I want to talk about how we've gotten to this point. And I think it's mainly apathy that maybe people don't think about it because they're stuck in their nine to five. And I think the best thing that's happened since COVID started is that it told people to just stop, Mm -hmm. stop, shut up, go to your home, get back with your family, see your kids again, teach them the way that they were taught back in the day. Right. Probably learn something about your son or daughter that you didn't even know was there for the last seven, eight years, right? And listen. And listen, have conversations. That, that I think for me, you know, this is what I feel moving forward is I'm hopeful. I'm actually excited. I'm positive. I know that we're moving in the right direction because we've been such a dark universe for a long time. We've been puppets. We've been puppets and the masters of puppets, I think at this point, are being called out. Mm-hmm. And And I feel like... um at least people are asking questions because there's so much shit going on and because there's censorship and because nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah. At least from a mainstream media perspective so that hopefully people start having conversations. So the reason I invited you tonight is because I know you're from the other side of the spectrum and I know that you voted Biden and I'm okay with that. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not here to, but at least we can have a conversation to that end of the day 
let's talk about what divides us so that we can at least discover the commonalities. Mm-hmm. Because if we can at least come to a middle ground that, yeah, we can still have a good conversation. We can still kind of come to some conclusions that we all agree on. Because I know you don't want nobody to die for no reason. Likewise with me. I know you're not a racist. Likewise with me. I'm not a racist either. I know and I believe in the, in the human spirit. People are good more than bad. There's more good people than bad people. I honestly believe that. The problem is the media tells you otherwise. And they want you to believe that we are headed for nothing but fucking bullshit. That creates the divide. And so all I'm saying is that stop watching TV. And if you're going to watch TV, look at all angles of it or aspects. But don't rely on it as if it's a drug because you want that negative pull, that negative drama. I stopped watching this years ago because I'm like, what is it giving me? I just walk away with five deaths because of car wrecks, three rape cases in court right now. Like, fucking bullshit. Like, just, I don't want to hear that. I mean, I know it exists. I don't want that in my universe every fucking day. I want to resonate. I want to be at a higher vibration. I want to ascend into a spirituality that's, like, positive, that creative. You can't be in a creative space if you're all negative and fucking depressed and angry. And you're just not productive. And I know you're not that way, which is kind of weird because you're voting Biden. I'm trying to connect the dots. But... It's okay. And I, and, and I hear where you're coming from, and I agree with you that at least from your perspective, I can kind of see where you're coming from. But I am all Trump because of the fact that he's got the biggest balls that I've seen in a while. Because he's going up against this fucking labyrinth, this fucking Leviathan. There's something that's so dark. Because I believe in God. I'm pro-life. And I can't vote for anybody who's pro-abortion. And gotcha. he, see, I'm on the opposite end. Yeah, well, you know what? It's called compromise, right? Mm-hmm. So you say, well, abortion at three months is okay. But then it's in, now it's at six months. Six months is okay. But now it's at post-birth, right? New York passed that uh, two years ago. That is never okay. Because if black lives matter, well, how about that black life that was in that womb? That it's, it's hypocritical. I mean, society and media today are talking about two fucking two topics that don't make any sense. People have to understand that this is about control. The, the the people that were in power believe in something called Moloch. But that's interesting. You say it's about control still because you're still trying to control what somebody's decision is. No, you, and, they, they had the decision to not have sex, right? And he had the decision so, so, to have a history. Uh, so, so yeah. no, listen. Vasectomy. If they don't want to have that concern on having to have an abortion, then don't have sex. And if you do have sex, at least be responsible enough to fucking make sure that you don't get pregnant, right? But both parties have to be responsible. Y'all made that decision. Whoever made that decision. My point is this. Why is there another life? Because I believe life starts at conception. Period. Yeah. Sentient beings enter the womb early on. Especially when you understand that we're not in the physical realm. We're living in the spiritual realm, having a physical experience. This is spiritual, spiritual first, physical second. So if that's the case, if a soul enters that womb, that's life from the get-go. Period. So as a Christian, I would never vote for Biden. I can't. It's just against my grain. It gets my DNA. So all I'm saying is, and we can keep going on forever, but we're not. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm excited about where this is going to go. I want to create some really cool content. Um, I want to do more events for Canvas and where this is going to go. I want to build a media company. I want to create positive content where there's truth, right? There's freedom where people uh, learn to appreciate others' differences. We, we, we can't be divided because 
again, a house divided cannot stand. No, like this, of course not. We need to come together at what we are um, at least agreeing on so that the, the tough topics that come across our table that, that enter our mouth aren't so bitter. And the problem with America right now that I think that we need to resolve is the fact that, oh, you, you believe in Trump, you're a racist. Oh, you, you believe in Biden, you're a fucking... No, that's bullshit. We can't do that anymore because media has told us that silence is violence. Fuck off with that bullshit fucking statement. Silence is not violence. What you're trying to do is insinuate, is, is to instigate this fucking civil war that we don't yeah. need to have. If you disagree with me, tell me why. Let's talk about it. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna assess and put upon me that I'm violent upon your race, you're a fucking idiot. Tell me why I'm a fucking. I've never been a racist. You've never been a racist. I'm just silent because I don't want to hear the bullshit and be my fucking car get smashed because of who I vote for. It's out of control. We need to figure out a way to have a conversation again. This is out of we, this. We are losing our country because people are acting in a way that is not human. Yeah, it's it it, it is civil war. It already has started. And people want to point the finger at what well, Trump, what well, Trump? No, it's the fucking media. It's the fucking media. It's everything. So, anyways, I could talk a long <laughs> fucking time, and I'm not. Um, but I do, I do enjoy you, and thank you for joining me tonight and coming by. And Appreciate. I know it's a bit of a drive from downtown. It's a little bit, um, especially after a couple of glasses of prosecco. You know, it's like, oh well, was, shit! I put on my GPS. I'm like, uh, well, that was your call. Thirty minutes. I'm like, am I in San Antonio right now? Like, what in the world? <laughs> oh, I'd have to drive all the way across freaking city. It's not that far. It is far. It is. It's far. like 27 minutes. I've it's, done the whole. I'm used to like. Five minute walk. <laughs> That's what I'm used no, to. No, I agree. Uh, um, but maybe you know, in the future, we can have another discussion uh, after I'm, Trump wins. Mm, <laughs> we'll definitely have a discussion. I say we should do something pre-election, post-election. Um, I'm I'm always down for so, it. This is a really good like stress reliever for me. So. Friend in common who owns a bar downtown. Um, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a election deal at Wait, their WTF? bar. WTF? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. And so maybe we could do something there. I don't know something. Oh, well, that's portable. right across the street from me. So that's a I lot. Know, that's a I know. that's less than a five minute walk. Uh, so. That's exactly right. It's a yeah. four minute walk. So um, so we could probably do something like that. I know that the other podcast is gonna be recording the night of the election. Uh, I think they're called uh, Drinking Buddies or something. The Drinking Bros. Anyway, I haven't heard it yet. Again, I don't listen to podcasts. This is. I just we like getting shit out. In the- we should drink, and then we smoke at my place, and then we go to WTS <laughs> and do the whole thing, and then okay. just really see where let's, that goes. Let's put something like that together. Yeah. That sounds like let's fun. Do it. Down. And that's and that's a whole other level of spirituality. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for uh, joining tonight, Chronicles of Man. Uh, it's going to get good. We're going to get to some serious topics, some rabbit holes, I mean, just whatever, and then eventually we'll just see where it goes from there. Thanks, Allison. Did we even talk about your name? My name? <laughs> Allison. Lopez. I'm just, I said Allison, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. All right, this is Chris, also known as the curator. We'll put some events together very soon. Hopefully, as soon as COVID starts to let off and give us some freedom, we'll do some events downtown. But, well, until next time, peace. Peace. Remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, 
rise, speak your mind, stand for what's right, and fight for the innocent, the weak, and the orphaned. The time has come for the people to reclaim their power. The world needs the warriors of righteousness. Men, defend your tribe. Heroes aren't only in the movies. They're on the streets, in our homes, and in the mirror. People, take your proper place in history and commit to building a legacy. This is our time. And until next time, peace.